LLC presents a Studio B production brought to you by the donations of our faithful partners. Hi, welcome back again. Are you growing in the Lord? Can you tell that God is challenging you through these lessons? that I'm teaching. Can you tell? I can tell he's challenging me. I don't teach things that I haven't either lived myself or I go through it right after I teach the lesson and God is helping me prepare ahead of time. I don't ever do anything just blind. I listen. I hear. I say, what do you want? I have kept all of my teachings for 35 years and I have them. And I have them on my computer. I have them on hard copy. Just different ones. There's a lot. Uh, there's probably three to five hundred of them. When you're gifted by the Lord, and one of your gifts is to be a teacher, and we're all gifted, everybody, there's not anybody that doesn't have a gift from the Lord, at least one. Some of you have many, but mine is teaching, my main one, and I love to do it. I love to share with you. I love to try it myself. And then I love to tell what God has done. Jesus is amazing. He's so real. He loves you. If you're living in another country, I'm talking to you from America. Hey, I'm talking to you from Texas, so howdy. Listen, life is wonderful. It's meant to be lived with gusto, with joy, with enthusiasm, even through the hard things. And God wants you to finish strong. What did the Apostle Paul say? I fought a good fight, kept the course, stayed to the course, I finished the race, and now there is laid up for me a crown. And that's what you want. You know, there's a special reward in heaven for people who are overcomers. Well, does that say, like, you've got to have this big ministry or got to do this big thing for God? No, it doesn't even mention that. It just mentions overcomers. You have overcome something that was hard. Some of you listening today have overcome addictions. They had you by the throat. You didn't stand a chance. You were going down. You said, no, God, and you cried out to God, and he helped you, and he delivered you, and you said, I'm never going back. Oh, God, help me. I'm never going back. And even when the temptation comes, you say, No, I'm out and I'm staying out, praise God. You can finish strong. You don't have to live a life of perfection in order to finish strong. Some people have made really bad mistakes and still they repented, turned back to God. He said, I love you. I'm still going to do my plan for your life and you're going to finish strong. That's what the lesson's about today, finishing strong. So I have a story to tell you. In 19, let me see, what year? 45, there were three men who were extraordinary. They were gifted preachers. Everybody talked about them. One was named Chuck, one was named Braun, and one was named Billy. Chuck, everybody talked about him. He 
he could communicate God in such a powerful way, an anointed way. Bron could bring in great crowds and huge, just huge everything. Let me see one thing it says. He was the most gifted. People said he was the most gifted that people had seen in centuries. The guy named Billy did the same thing, did great jobs for God, all three men. And years later, one of them, nine years later, not even in the ministry. The first one, uh, let me see, uh, Chuck, he left it, left the ministry, decided to become a commentator on radio and in the newspaper. You know what he said? I don't even believe in Christianity anymore like I always hear about. I don't do it that way anymore. Orthodox Christianity, no, I don't believe anymore gotten off track completely. Braun, that guy ended up broke, selling uh, used cars, nothing wrong with that, but I mean, he just had gone from being a preacher, powerfully gifted, touching thousands of lives. He died, an alcoholic living in a rundown motel. Billy, you know what happened to him? Billy Graham, still going. 84, 85 years old, has to sit almost like in a wheelchair or something very carefully before he stands up to preach. And I, I know his son has said, my dad can be shaking and trembling just from his disease, but when he stands up in the pulpit, something comes on him, and he's anointed by God. Every word is powerful. He finished strong. Hadn't even finished yet, but he is finishing strong, and he will. The other two are gone. What can we learn that helps us finish strong? I want to, don't you? I don't want to work this hard, then wash out at the end. I don't want to have something come into my life, and it waylays me, and I'm gone. What happened to Betty? Oh, well, she didn't serve the Lord anymore. I don't want that to happen. And I pray, God, to strengthen me. I'll tell you something I do. I pray, Lord, strengthen my strong points and strengthen my weak points. And tell me what I need to do. And I don't care if I'm embarrassed and I don't care if it's hard. I don't care, Lord. I want to serve you. I want to. When, when you come, I want to be there and I want to have a smile on my face and Jesus on my mouth. Jesus on my lips. I want to be telling people about you. If you look at Hebrews 1 and 2, now you, if you got your Bibles, and I hope you're taking notes, it will tell you the main thing you have to do to ensure that when it's all said and done and the dust settles, you're still standing up. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we're surrounded by a great crowd of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. That's the second thing. First thing, everything that hinders. Second thing, the sin that so easily entangles. And the third thing, and let us run with perseverance 
the race that has been marked out for us. So God tells you, and then he's going to give you a fourth one. I want to go over these first three, though, because they're important, very important. Throw off everything that hinders you. Do you know what hinders you? There's things in your life, they slow you down. Maybe bad friends. Maybe friends that don't really love God. They're not serious about God. They're not even serious about life. And so throw off those things, those situations, those places that hinder you. Then the second thing it says do is throw off the sin that so e easily besets you. What's that? We've all got them. It's that sin that next thing you know, you're doing it. And then you're doing it again. And it's like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And the next thing you know, I'm doing it again. Maybe it's procrastination. Maybe it's anger. Who knows what it could be? But it's a sin. How do you know it's a sin? The Bible says this is a sin. You know, God calls a sin a sin. And you can too. And it, but it's that one that easily entangles you. Easily entangles you. What does that mean? Why, the devil doesn't even have to try that hard to get you to do it. Just a little bit, and there you go. And then, run with perseverance. I heard a man say one time, you know what the real secret to success in anything is? It's persistence and perseverance. I heard a man talk. I think y'all have heard me tell you that I uh, act in commercials on TV sometimes and have for a long time. And uh, one night, a man came from L.A. And he was going to teach us how to be successful in commercials. He said, look at me. Do you recognize me? I make 100000 a year doing commercials. Do you recognize me? Why? He didn't look like anybody I knew. He said, you know why you don't recognize me? I'm what's called the average Joe. I don't really stand out. I don't really, there's nothing about me that you notice about me, like my height or my physique or my eyes. I'm just an average looking guy. But why have I made so much money in an industry that very few people make money in? He said, I can tell you why. I found where my niche was I worked in it, and I just kept on and kept on and kept on, and I wouldn't give up. He's, and he said, it's not talent. Some of the most talented people never make it as actors. And some that are not as talented do make it. Why do they make it? Perseverance. It's the same in any profession. It's the same in sports. It's the same in getting a college degree. It's the same in finishing strong in Jesus. And that's why God put that verse in there saying, you know, let go of the sin that's holding you back. Let go of the hindering thing. Um, run with perseverance, the race that's been marked out for you. But then there's one final thing that God says to do. He says, fix your eyes on Jesus. Now think about that. Here I am. Am I fixing my eyes on Jesus? No, I'm looking around the world, looking around what's going on, watching TV too much, doing all of this. And God says, fix your eyes 
on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Wow, looking unto Jesus. And then it says such a powerful thing about Jesus. It said, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. He, de he despised the shame of it, but he also scorned it. It was like, I hate it, but I'm putting up with it. Why? Because it says, and he sat down at the right hand of God. He finished the race. If he hadn't finished the race, you and I wouldn't have a chance. Wouldn't have a chance. For one thing, he said, I've got to go away so the Holy Spirit can come. Oh, the precious Holy Spirit. I cannot wait to be actually in the presence of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I don't know how we're going to see him, but it's all going to work. But I want to say thank you, Holy Spirit, for sticking by me. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for guiding me. Because I want to be like Jesus. I want to finish the race. Well, if you study how he did it, you can see that there were plenty of things that happened that could have stopped Jesus. Well, right off the bat, his birth could have stopped him. If he hadn't had parents that listened to God and obeyed, he'd be dead. Never would have happened. But now he's there. Sometimes you think, well, you know, there was a time in my life Satan really tried to get a big hold of me. It's a long time ago. You know, I'm probably okay. Mm -mm. He's going to be after you till the day you die. And the more you do for God, the more he's going to be after you. You say, well, I'm not going to do anything for God. I don't need the devil on my back. I've got enough problems. Oh, no, it's not like that. The more you do for God, the more power he gives you. The stronger you become, the more you know him. You're built up more than ever. You become a strong warrior. Why, if we said, I'm going to run and hide, I don't want the devil bothering me, that would be like a soldier saying, well, I'm going to run and hide. I don't want to fight. That's the whole point of it. You're supposed to fight. You're supposed to get strong. You're supposed to finish strong. Well, let's look at this. Is there anybody in the Bible that didn't finish strong and you've never thought about it? Is there anybody in the Bible that went part of the way and then just kind of finished weak? Yes, there is. Is there anybody that finished strong? Lots. Lots. Ordinary people, outstanding people that you hear about. Yes, lots. And if they can do it, we can do it. Let me talk about this a little bit. Who was somebody who got cut off early? Didn't finish. Some people were taken out of leadership positions through no fault of their own. They still finished strong, but it got cut off early. And that, an example of that would be John the Baptist. You know, his life ended so early, but he still finished strong. Who didn't finish strong? Absalom. Do you know who Absalom is? David's son. He was a spoiled brat. And he was determined to get his father's kingdom. He had a terrible end. Just terrible. He was so beautiful and 
had this long hair, and oh, everybody went, oh, Absalom, he's so handsome. He did a terrible thing, slept with his father's wives out where everybody knew he was doing it. Oh, besides defilement of himself, he defiled his father's name. He took off running on a donkey, got his hair caught in the door, I mean in the tree, and he was killed early. James, the brother of Jesus, died early. The book of James was written by Jesus' brother. It's pretty unusual because in the beginning, his brothers didn't believe in him. Now, that may make a thing that uh, might make you say, oh, I'm tired of this. It's not worth this. My whole family's against me. But instead, the, br the brother of Jesus that was named James became so convinced Jesus was the Messiah after the resurrection that he became one of his strongest supporters, one of, his strong one of the leaders of the early church. And he wrote the book of James. The sad thing is he was killed because of his faith. Remember, John the Baptist was beheaded. James was killed also early in life, but he still made an impact. So how long you live is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, well, if you live till you're 80, that counts for finishing strong. These are people that were cut off, cut off early, but they finished strong. And you can do it too. There are some, there's nothing else you can say about them, but they finished poorly. And I, the greatest example I can think of is Saul. Saul, Samuel was there to anoint him. He was a handsome man, taller than everybody else. He started out okay, but he cared too much about what people thought. Why should we care about what people think that much? They're, they're going to talk about you today, and tomorrow they're going to talk about somebody else. And the next day they're going to talk about somebody else. But really, they're only thinking about themselves. So why be like that? And Saul had a chance. He could have done a good job. He even prophesied at times. He could have. But he wasted his opportunity. And it says in, in uh, Proverbs, what a shame to see a man sleep away his day of opportunity. What a shame. And that's Saul. I'll tell you somebody else that finished kind of poorly. Solomon. Did you know that? I mean, we talk about how wise he was, what wise decisions he made. But the Bible says in 1 Kings 11.3, and his wives turned his heart away from God. It can happen. God said, don't, don't intermingle with those other nations. And they did. The next thing you know, he's starting to worship their idols. So he finished poorly too. Who finished so-so? Pretty good, but not really. Well, I don't know if you'd say King David or not, because most of his exploits were early in his life. He killed the bear and the lion and Goliath. He uh, honored Saul even when it was hard to do it. And God honored him. He had won great and mighty battles. He was a great warrior. He was a good king. He was a man after God's own heart. However, at the end of his life, he really 
did not discipline his children well, and his children were a big disappointment to him because he just, the Bible says he never did discipline them. He went down as a great name to all of us, but his children didn't. I told you what happened to Absalom. Hezekiah was like that. Started out great. Jehoshaphat was like that. Je oh, I love to read about Jehoshaphat. The battle is not yours but God's. I love that. But even he at the end still didn't finish strong. So it doesn't matter if you're a king. doesn't matter if you're a pauper. You can finish strong. You can finish so-so. Or you can finish just not well at all. Now, who finished strong? Oh, that's the ones we want to know about, isn't it? Because they're our example. They're the ones we can say, ooh, look what they went through. Ooh, look at that. They did it. Well, I can do it. Who is it besides Jesus? And who were the people at the end of their lives? They were just as strong in the Lord or stronger. You know, the Lord doesn't want you to end your life just going, Phew, made it. Oh, thank God I made it. I made it. I made it. He doesn't want you to be like that. It didn't bring him glory. He wants you to be strong. I'll never forget one time I heard Kenneth Hagin say, well, I'll tell you what, I don't want to die, but if I do and when I do, I want to just sit down in an easy chair and lean back and say, let her rip, Lord, and be gone. And he just about did that. He was strong to the end. Who else was? Abraham. Job. Now, Job went through some hard stuff. Joseph. Think about Joseph. Some of the th mistakes or the situations that occurred that could have stopped him from finishing strong were of his own making. His big mouth, for one thing, and his arrogance and his pride early in life. Who else? Oh, Joshua. Joshua finished strong. He had, he had hard things. And you know he had fear. Because any time you read the book of Joshua, there's lots in there about be strong, don't be afraid. Be strong, don't be afraid. Be courageous, I'm going to help you. He obviously had to hear that because God kept saying it to him. But he finished strong, finished in a wonderful way. So did Caleb. Caleb, if you've ever read it, it says, he was an old man, he said, Lord, give me, the, give me the hard land. Let me have some more challenges. I can do it. Oh, what a great thing. I admire people that are on up in their age, 80, 90, and they just going strong, just like, I'm going to keep on serving the Lord. I love it, and I'm going to keep on doing it. Oh, they're my heroes. My mother-in-law is like that, and I have a stepmother. My mother died. I have a stepmother. She's been with me 30 years. She is strong, strong, strong. Walks on a walker, sometimes in a wheelchair, strong. She's strong. Watches those TV preachers. It's great. Some of you older people, I know you watch TV preachers. And I hope you pray for them. I hope you pray for me. Who else finished strong? Deborah. Who else? Ruth. The book of Ruth. You know, she, she lost her husband. She was a widow at an early age. She wasn't even a believer. She was a Moabitess. Still became a believer. Married a good man and they served God. And... They had a grandchild named King David, Rahab the harlot, Elijah. Gee, Elijah just was gone. How about Enoch? Boy, isn't that a great story? Enoch walked with God, and he was no more. There's no, we don't even know how he died. 
just one day he wasn't there. Maybe God said, Enoch, you walk so closely with me on earth. Come on home today. Maybe that's what happened. Jeremiah, now his was hard. His was very hard. Daniel, Daniel had to serve the Lord in another country, not even where his people were, and he did it. How about Dorcas? You remember her? Now, she was an insignificant person in terms of not being like the Apostle Paul, but when she died, Peter went in and they said, Oh, let us show you what she did. She made me this dress. She made me this. She sewed for this. She did that. She's such a wonderful woman. And then, of course, she had a miracle. But even at that point, she was finishing strong. What a wonderful thing. It's what we want to be. You know who didn't finish strong? She didn't even get a good start. Zipporah. You know who that was? Moses' wife. I wish I could teach you a teaching on her sometime. I may do that about not supporting your husband because she didn't do it. But she's sorry now. Mm, 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 mm. What is going to help you? Pray for endurance. What's endurance? The strength to finish. The strength to do it. Endurance. God will give you endurance. It's a character quality. And you do have to develop it. It's not going to be like God goes, bing, you've got endurance. It doesn't work that way. You get put in situation after situation after situation. But God does not give you something that you cannot handle. It may be hard. It may stretch you to the max. But it will prepare you for the next time. And the next one's harder than that. And the next one's harder than that. But you get stronger and stronger. Why is that a wise way to do things? If you're God, it's how you get your big muscles. You guys that work out, think about it. Add a little more weight, add a little more weight, add a little more weight, harder and harder. But look, you're getting some muscles. You're getting some endurance. You can lift a lot of reps. Amazing. That's how God does it. You want to be able to say that. My husband has a saying. He says, every godly quality you want in life lies on the other side of discipline. So you're, there's no way to get around it. We're all going to have to be disciplined. We're all going to have to grow. We're all going to have to put up with what you have to. Talent is a gift. But all these other things are by choice and determination. You can finish strong. Ask Jesus to give you the power to do it. And go with God to the very end. Bye. Hello, I'm Betty Swan with Betty Swan Ministries. I'm so glad you've been watching this show. A lot of you have told me you are. I hope that you tell your friends. I hope you grow in the Lord from watching this show. You know, when you make donations to GLC, you make a great contribution to the kingdom of God. These people really care about you. I'm around them all the time. They're wonderful people. And you're doing a good thing when you support GLC. Also, don't forget about pennies from heaven. Many, many of you have put money in Wells Fargo Bank, and it always has to be to the account of pennies from heaven, Amarillo, Texas. It has to say that. But you keep that up. The money has been going to Africa, Mexico, 
It's really feeding hungry people, so keep it up. You're just doing a great job. God bless you. This program was produced by and for God's Learning Channel. If you enjoy this program, we need your support to keep this program on GLC. Please make your checks out to God's Learning Channel, P.O. Box 61000, Midland, Texas 79711-1000. Please be sure to designate where your contribution is intended. It is very important to let GLC know which programs you enjoy and support.